So it'd be a slash. I'm I'm a simple dude. So it'd be a slash either Corona Heineken, either or, or something that tastes similar. Big Daddy Kane, Long Live the Kane, Steak and Potatoes. I'd like to tell you Beast and East the podcast. Yes, yes, the podcast you love to love is back with another episode. Um, I am your host, Old Head Ed. Uh, recent history, I, I kind of overlooked that point. I just become so comfortable talking to people that I forget that I'm. The, there's people listening for the first time, and I'm not introducing who I am. So yes, I am Old Head Ed, the host of Bruce Beast and East the podcast. This is a podcast where we discuss beer, music, and food. Uh, I don't do this by myself. That would make for a poor podcast. So I usually have a guest. This time's no different. I got a guest in the house. I'm talking, uh, I mean, if you talk to anybody in the in the Miami hip-hop scene, they're going to hold this gentleman in high regard. I'm talking about none other than B-Dope. There you go. <laughs> What's good, everybody? Bob here, B-Dope. Bob here, exactly. 88. We also got, we also got somebody sitting in. Belief, belief is here as well, playing that kind of co-host duty. He'll, he'll jump in and uh, just a fly on the wall. Bro. Okay, see, all right, <laughs> and, and, and just another kid from Kendall. That's that a, raps. Yes, yeah, just a couple of Kendall kids. That's it. Typically, I'm recording out of Yeasty Brews. Um, this time around, we've switched up the the, the venue. We actually speaking of Kendall, we we bringing it back. We've brought it back to uh, Ground Zero for Kendall versus Hialeah. So this is yeah, this is back at the Casa de Ed. And uh, and oh, we're so here. This is where it was. This is where this it is went. This is where I watched it. When yes. This is where y'all was at. Yeah, all that right. was the wall there. That was all the right. wall. Yes. So this is the spot. This is where it all went down. It's a storied history. I don't know if that makes sense, but beat up. You've been at it for a minute. Yes. You've been at it for a minute. After a transition, because you were not originally from Miami. Nah, from New York. Okay. Uh, moving down to South Florida. The, the, okay. Before you get to South Florida, was hip hop already something that you yes. were? A part of before you came down. Yes, I used to break dance. Um, I tried the graffiti thing. wasn't really that great at it, but I could tag my name. Mm. Uh, but just wasn't really good with the you know doing the big graph with the spray paint and all that. But you gave me a marker and I was good. Um, my older brother he used to rhyme, break dance. So you know I had older brothers, so okay. they used to do it. Um, my uncle he would have all these vinyls and he'd play like records every day in the house and and listening to the music that he was playing like he put me on to like original hip-hop like before sugar hill gang like he had like dr mm. jekyll mr high he was playing like uh spoonie g i'm the godfather of yeah. rap and all these other old like and i was just like open on that you know what i'm saying then you he had the marvin Gaye's and all of that but yeah. like he was playing like so much army and stuff like that that when hip-hop started out you was hearing like i know that song i know mm. that song. like you know what i'm saying he's and, making like, the connection yeah and that really got me into the hip-hop though um, between my uncle and my over brothers. And um, my over brother used to rhyme, and him and his friends, they used to rap, and they used to diss me. They used to make fun of me because I was like a short dude and stuff like that. So we'd be in front of the stoops, and they rap, and I'm like, ugh. So I try to like come with a rap, and they laughing at me like, the fuck you talking about? And I'm like, damn. So, you know, I was like, let me 
get you. I'm going to get you. So I, I be that kid in the house, like, trying to practice on my own, doing my own thing in the mirror. And I was like, I'm going to get you one day, one day. And finally, that day came where it was like, oh, shit. And back then, it was crazy. Like, they, they used to make fun of me because I used to um, have this Woody Woodpecker hat. So okay. people, it was um, like a little hat, and it was a like yellow. It was red with the yellow letters, Woody, and and all of a sudden, like somebody, I don't know if it was my brother or my cousin Dave, rest in peace, but um, one of them um, stuck me with that name, like while well, one of their raps or something like that, and people started calling me Woody, making fun of me and shit like that. So I had to break out of that. Because you know childhood names are stick with you. Yes. Forever. Yeah. Yeah, yep. stick, with you, stick with you forever. So and, and the more a, the more embarrassing, the longer yes, it stayed. Yes, it was like Woody, like damn, like what are they trying to say, like I, my mouth big, like a beak, some <laughs> shit. And it was like the hat nose. the whole time. And yeah, but um, so eventually, like you know, what I'm saying, like I used to pop up, and it was like, oh, they go Bob, Bob here. That's where the Bob here came from. Cause whenever mm. I popped up, like you know, what I'm saying, people always, oh, Bob, Bob's here. Like so, mm. that stuck with me. Like so, whenever I used to rap before, I used to go Bob here. Um, but then when um, so that kind of like was like my rap name. Mm-hmm. Um. But then when it started being like that, my brother and them just started like I was taking it to them mm-hmm. and his friends. It was like, yo, damn, you, this kid is dope. That's where the be dope wow. came from. And from okay. Them, yeah. What's crazy enough is like I was so good at it that they stopped rhyming. So I, that's what I was going to ask is a lot of it's it reminds me of the story when, you know, it, the, the father and son where the father takes the kid to the, the son to the basketball court. And there's years that he just schools the son. He schools the son, teaches him how to play. And there's one point where the, the, the son surpasses the father. And that's typically the day that the father goes, you know what? I ain't playing no more. Like the, <laughs> <laughs> the, day, the day that the son actually yeah. beats the dad. The surpasses the master. You know, yeah. The and then he's like, you know what? I, I ain't playing no more. So I'm glad to know that your brothers were at least still actively doing it. Yeah. So that you would get them back as opposed to them going, no, I don't even do that anymore. That's why you yeah. beat me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that was all before you moved down to South yeah, Florida? That was, uh, yeah, before Moving down here, I had the name B Dope, mm. Bob here. That okay. was that was like my thing. So whenever I used to rap, I like Bob here on the track just so that way. Cause that that was like me announcing like Bob's here. Like you gotcha. know what I'm saying? And the B Dope um was like uh like a little breakdown with the Bob here though was also cause Bob here has every rapper's envy. They all want to be dope. So that gotcha. was like, you know what I'm saying? That was like a little play on words with the Bob here name and be dope. Which was like Bob's definitely one funky MC because back then people used to do the funky with the P, P and all that. And H, yeah. yeah, so that 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 was like a little breakdown in the name. And gotcha. All of that and that uh, that was also a major part of hip hop where every crew name had to have like an acronym. Yeah, you know, what it had saying? to have Whether some it was sort Black of Black Moon or yeah. yeah, everybody. The okay, so it's yeah. very um, it's of the time for yeah. sure, for sure. So you know, I be dope, but it's also like I be dope because Bob's definitely one funky MC. Got you. All right, so then you're down here in South Florida. Mm-hmm. Down here was totally yeah. different. You were listening to. So what was something that you encountered when you first came down here as far as music-wise? Uh, music-wise was the bass music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I heard of the little bit of Tula crew that they played in New York and stuff like that. But when it came to, like, hearing, like, Disco Rick and all that other type of stuff, um, um, and Poison Clan and mm-hmm. things like that, that wasn't playing over there. Yeah. But you heard of Two Live Crew because they were so, like, known with, you know, for the band and you say going back and forth and all of that yeah. um, legally. So New York got ears of that and stuff, but not really too much play on the radio. Yeah. Um, and then when I, I did my last year of high school here at Killian, so, you know, I, I went from, like, I went to a Catholic school, I went to a public school, high school, and so when I came out here and I went to Killian, she was like, uh, episode of 90210, like my first time pulling up to the school to go get dropped off there to be yeah. like, hey, sign and roll. Like people um, doing their homework and stuff on the grass with blankets, having picnics. Yeah. Everything was clean. I was Steve. like, wow. Okay. 
I was nervous just to like, damn, what the hell? Can I drop this rapper here? <laughs> yeah. Somebody gonna come out and, and police me? Like, yeah. yeah. But yeah, then the music out here was just so different than like, you know what I mean? They didn't really play that like hip hop, hip hop, mm. like that I, I was listening to like from Red Alert, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and other DJs like, you know, even with the mixtapes from like Kid Capri and, and things like that. Double R, you know, Tony Touch and them. Um, so yeah. the first moment that you decided to you came across somebody that you're like, yo, I feel comfortable enough to let this person know that I rhyme. Because like you're saying, coming from up from up north and, and rhyming like that, that style is totally different than what. We encountered here. Oh, I did that right away. Oh, you did it right away. I did it right away because I used to sit um, when so I, when I was at Killy and I didn't really have no friends really. Mm-hmm. So I sit in the corner. But then you know me, the way that I was, um, the first thing that came to me was some the you know you the new guy. So people look at you and it's mostly the girls first. Mm-hmm. Dudes yeah. look at you like they give you these looks, but the girls looked at me and came up to me and said, "Hey." I know you're not from here. Where are you from? Then, you know, I was like, oh, from New York. And, you know, once you, they're here in New York, everybody start, oh, New York, you know. Oh, and then they start pointing you out. Oh, this person's from New York. This person's from New York. So it's like. Ah, uh, okay. So it kind yeah. of throw you in a little crowd. And then, um, you know, so they would see me writing or whatever, listening to hip hop, this, that. Like, oh, what you got? What you got? And I'd be like, oh, yeah, my brother sent me this new mixtape. And they, everybody like, oh, shit, listen to this new stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Because it wasn't playing here. Yeah. And then um, it just so happened that one of the things had me rapping. It was like. That, I never heard of that person. Oh, okay, okay. And it was like, oh, that's me. It was like, you, you rap? I was like, yeah, I rap. And then this other dude was like, yo, my man over here rap. And then called them over, which is my mm-hmm. man Simi. And um, he was like, yeah, you rap? Let me hear you rap. And he started rapping. He was like, oh, shit. And then we going at it like like back to back for like the whole lunch period. <laughs> and um, yeah, so since then me and him clicked and we ended up starting a group called School Days. School Days. Yeah. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, proficiently named. Yes. Yeah, okay. I, when you said, when you mentioned Simi, I was like, ah, okay. That's yeah. where the name So comes. I met him in high school through um, this girl, Delmarie. That was her name. She was like the, the key factor into introducing me to the key people that were from New York. Because mm, okay. she was from New York. Got you. And, and she made it a point to know every New Yorker and like... So when you walk through the, the areas, like, you know how you see your skaters, your yeah. golf. Yeah, uh, all the clicks, all the like, different yeah. clicks, yeah. There was a little New York over here. <laughs> you had Richmond Heights heads over here. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So you had your, your group, and everybody knew where to go to. And then what's crazy enough at the time is that my man Jiggy Josh, he went, he uh, was part of, I forgot what class or whatever, but it came to music during lunchtime. And even before school started, he played music. And he mm. was a hip hop head that he music head in t- like just in general that was playing music that not everybody knew of, but like certain people were like damn you know who is this dude like playing this music, and so we we hooked up with him and he was like a key part in like getting us to our shows like he was just like there mm-hmm. every stu- studio sessions this and that because he his love of the music. So from that point on, you link up with Simi. At what point do you guys decide, yo, maybe we should record something together? So it wasn't that long. We would rap and rap, and then he to- and then I was. He asked me, "Where you recording?" And I said, "Well, right now here, I, I don't know nobody." Mm-hmm. So I had a little uh, like this karaoke box, okay, that I that had like a little tape deck, so I could play the instrumentals. Had the mic, and the other one I would record. So mm-hmm. I just do my shit like that. And he was like, "Well." I got a homeboy with a little studio in the crib, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Everything had to be played manually. So everything was one take. They would playing the keys, doing the samples, while, like, while doing, like, you know what I mean? And and while we rhyming, like, one take type stuff. But still, until um, Tony Galvin, rest in peace, rest in peace. actually uh, 
took our school day stuff and actually refined it, fine-tuned it in the studio and made the sound what it was and, and took us, uh, you know what I'm saying, to make our homemade stuff more professional. Got you. Which got, actually got put out on vinyl not too long ago, uh, Dope Folk Records put okay. out on old school school days, like three joints off our demo, and they just released another one now. They got like four joints on them. Nice. Um, Shot, uh, what we got after midnight, Montrix, Men on Mice, and um, forget what other fourth song is, but um, it's on vinyl now. Okay. But thanks to Dope Folk Records, you know nice. what I'm saying? They keep Shouts, in school real. days, our old stuff, and our new stuff alive. Yes. Um, but yeah, Tony Galvin um, helped refine our sound. But before that, we was all recording at this dude Chuck's crib, okay. and his closet was probably. Man, like this little corner right here. <laughs> this little corner, we yeah. in there, like, trying to do it while uh, while the beats is playing, sweating our asses off. We fucking up. Oh, got to start all over. Somebody pressed the key wrong. Oh, the beat got start uh, over. Yeah, there was a lot of lot of moving parts that depended yeah. on the success of that one recording. And and it's not like, just to remind people, it's not like nowadays where you're recording and nah. you mess up and you just wipe out that, that, that track no there on a computer. It's like back then it was, you were probably recording on what, uh, reels? Was nah, it? we was recording a cassette before oh, right, the reels. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it wasn't until like when we were going to an actual studio studio, then we were recording on reels, yeah. ADATs, things like that. But that was costing money. Oh, of course. And I think one of the studios that we got are like the best deal, like we were going to Icus to record dub plates and stuff like that, spending like $50 mm-hmm. an hour. Dub plate was something that you might use a couple times. You couldn't scratch on it. Nah. It'd be something just to play the it song. Was just, just to, hey DJ, play this. Just to have it played in in a club or something like that. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but yeah, like studio back then would be like $50, $100 an hour. Mm. Um, and, and 50 was the good lookout. Like, and even that, then, like, yeah. cause that wasn't just, you're not just paying for the studio. You got to pay for the engineer too. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to pay for whatever equipment, like you, oh, you want to record this? Okay. They charging you for the tape that they putting it on. Like, psst. it'd be itemizing. Like, yeah. oh, oh, that caused this much. You use that piece of equipment. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you want it mixed too? Oh, that's an extra. Yeah. So yeah. you know, um, kids today got it easy. Mm-hmm. I yeah. tell you, I, I, if we had that shit like now, like then, man, this mm. game a whole be di- it'd be different. Yeah. Oh, indeed. I'm, I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna jump ahead of here a little nah, bit. Um, so as far as I go back, uh, it's Bob here on the track 2011. You dropped that one, yeah. and then you had there was a hiatus. Yeah. It was a, a bit of a hiatus. A big, a big like, 10 years, practically. Okay. okay. Um, I went through a divorce, you know, just uh, try to focus on my kids, things like that. Mm-hmm. I got in trouble with the law, too. Like, mm-hmm. I was just, like, in a bad place where it was, like, and then, like, I felt like uh, I put out that project, and, like, I was noticing, even still, when I had actual songs before my... Uh, DJ Envious Styles actually put it together mixtape format. Okay. I was actually putting those songs out like um, I had actual songs and he, it was his idea like yo put it out at mixtape throw in a couple of real songs blending some stuff rapping over instrumentals and you're gonna get more plays this way because okay. he saw people was fronting on me and I'm like I can't understand how motherfuckers is fronting on me. I'm nice and mm-hmm. I'm not trying to toot my own horn but there was a lot of people that I felt and that I know um, it's kind of trash, but mm. people are behind them, pushing them, and I couldn't understand for the fact, like, why? Like, you know what I'm saying? Which brought me 
when I did actually afterwards coming back, drop that most hated. Because that most hated project, I was working on for the for the longest. Like, I, that, I held that project, like, working on that title cover, okay. everything, because I felt like I was being hated on. Like, why people that I know in this, like, little industry stuff, not not helping with the support, not not trying to help push me. Shows like I, I performed with just about from when I was doing school days, working with the last draws, working with Craze when we had Funky Lunatics. Even my man, me and Mike Ripper, we was Funky mm-hmm. Lunatics at one time, and then four or five, and then we switched name masterminds. You know what I'm saying? Went to different groups from Blunt Crew, Unknown Fleet. Like where was my support and my people that I thought y'all was like? But I see it's like It was almost like I felt like damn Y'all all hating on me Like I, I couldn't understand it Or grasp it Like you know what I'm saying So that's kind of why I stopped for a bit Okay Cause I just felt like The fuck am I doing this shit for Yeah You know what I mean Yeah And you got you gotta wonder Like you said With that much involvement With that many different entity entities At that time It's like you can't be trash that, that's, nah. so, we, so we take that out of the equation And then the other thing is The only thing I could think of is When uh, when you start wondering Yo how come you know, so-and-so or this person's getting that push is you got to wonder how much of that is that the people are pushing them because it's how much they could take advantage of them. You know what I'm saying? Like how much they could possibly, how much they could do for themselves. Possibly. Where normally if somebody's hip to the game, who's been around doing it for a while, it's, there's not, you, they're not going to let them get, you know, you're not going to let yourself get jerked. Nah. So it's like, yo, we can't pull one fast one on, on yeah. so-and-so. So let's not push. I mean, I don't know. That, nah, cause I had my little shared deals here and there, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And, um, one of the best deals that I think that worked out was with Groove Merchant Production slash Motown. But then um, Andre Harrell ended okay. up taking control of Motown. And um, he didn't want to do rap no more. He wanted to bring Motown back to the R&B stuff. Gotcha. So it was like, what, what, what about uh, what we've been working on? My man, J.R. Swinger, who was um, doing a lot of the production on it, and um, Doc Styles, his pops. I think they go by different names now, but they were the Groove Merchant Productions that was... We was going to their studio, recording out of. He even gave me equipment. He had take this to your house so y'all could work on stuff at the crib, mm-hmm. and then fine tune it. Come here, we drop it fast and easy. Um, kind of just got stuck in a standstill. Wow. wow! And it was like, damn. So you know, little things like that that get in your head. Like, ah oh, man, like kind of be like, what the fuck am I doing this for? Cause we didn't have that back then. That and ah oh, fuck it, I'll just do this myself real quick. Turn around, wow. it. Hey, there you go. Put you know it what I'm out. saying? You, you making mixtape CDs and you like trying to hand them out, sell them to people and people looking at you, I don't want to buy this. Like, I don't know you. Give them out for free and, mm-hmm. you know, throw phone numbers. But yes. half the time you don't even know if they really listening to it. They Correct. checking it with yeah, yeah. or they just left it behind somewhere. Okay, cool. Like, so. Yeah, not everybody's Orion where they kind of hold on to everything. Like, <laughs> you're yeah. like, Shouts Orion gets it a, a CD from somebody. Yeah. He has it. He, he still has it. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't let it fly. So you took a break, and then life happens, and, and it happens to everybody. Life happens, but then you come back um, the most, well, you come back with heavy rotation? So I did, I did heavy rotation in between. Like, uh, I was working on that right after I dropped um, Bob here on the track. Okay. I did that. Um, and um, when, when I did do that, we recorded that at the Hit Factory, okay. uh, me and my man Omni Link. And um, he decided he kind of was was like leaving rap and he moved to Cali to focus on acting. And he's been on a couple of shows. He got a lot of things going oh, shit, on. So, so yeah, he transitioned from doing music to, to being on film. And it worked. And, and yes. I ain't knocking him for that. I'm I'm happy for him. Oh, um, so that's why I like kind of with that. And then all the tracks was produced by his man Masada. Um, and it had like this rock and roll feel to it, which is why I called the heavy rotation mm. just for like, 
you know what I'm saying, like heavy instead of heavy metal. But yeah, and and th- and those tracks to me was pretty dope. That we felt like, yo, these are the type of joints that would get into some t- sort of rotation. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So we did that, and um, when he he moved to go do the acting thing, it was kind of hard to try to like push that. So like, oh, but what if we, you know, try and do interviews, perform stuff like that? You there? I'm here. Like so. And again, this was pre people uploading stuff to the internet. Mm-hmm. But then after a while, like, I was, like, when I got back into doing the music, um, and people was like, yo, you know you could just upload this shit here. I could. Oh, so I was like, okay. So I took some of my old stuff, and that's when I started putting it out just to see if people react to it, graphic. Because yeah. how, how they say, like, you know what I'm saying, something that's old to you, if someone never heard it, is new to them. Correct. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And um, if you make something, like, I made After Midnight, like, in 94. And it still gets played today. Really? Yes. That that's so okay. And when and um when I put that out with a video in um twenty twenty, I, I dropped it right the video for twenty twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. People was thinking that's new, and I was like, nah. That's how you know you made a classic. If you could mm-hmm. take something that no matter that's timeless, that no matter when you made it, and people hear it, it's like, yo, man, damn it, and it's still it don't playing. sound dated. It, yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's so. Crazy. And I feel like even with the heavy rotation, like, it don't sound dated, like, when you hear it. Like, so, there's some stuff that I've put out, like, on the one and only. I got a couple of joints on there. You hear it. You can hear it kind of sound dated, like, you know, just level-wise, vocally. But I just wanted to put it out just because it's, like, it's music that I did. I don't want it to go to waste. Correct. So, you know what I'm saying? What You, you either like it or you don't. And for me, at the end of the day, I run for me. I don't give a fuck with you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like I want to hear, like, the type of music I want to hear. And that's why I fucks with certain artists. Like, I fuck with Belief. I fuck with, like, Shadi and all these dudes. Because they make music that I like. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, if you trash to me, I'm, okay. Yeah. You know, I'm going to tell you, like, I had, I had a conversation with this dude yesterday. I don't even want to say no names, but whatever like that. But, you know, ask me, like, yo, what do you think of this track? And I was like, it's kind of boring. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, my wife tell me, like, yo, that's kind of harsh. How you going to tell somebody that? I'm like, you want me to lie? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Or you want me to give my honest opinion? Like, he asked me, what did I think of it? Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't say his rhymes was trash, but I said to me the track was boring. Like, okay. it didn't excite me. Yeah. Like, I told him, he's like, oh, but what's boring? I said, it don't excite me. It doesn't do nothing to me, so I don't want to listen to it. No, you know it I mean? wasn't grabbing you. Nah. It, it, so, you know, sometimes I hear a track and people, like, appraise the artist and I'm like that. Yeah, but it sounds boring. I don't understand. Like, you know, people into what they into. Yeah. Music is subjective. So what's yes. dope to you might not be to me. That's why everybody has their own top five. And, yeah. and they'll argue all, all day, every day about who's the best rapper. Mm. But it's all opinionated. That's true. Off of the most hated. Mm. I know we talked about it. It's so proud. That, that's my joint off. Okay. Off the most hated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you dropped the remix. Yes, I, I did. was like, all right, this is really dope. Like, I'm glad you kept that one alive. Yeah. And, and, and the reason I did the remix, and with that remix, most people do remix. They change up the beat, this, that, the other. I kept the beat the same. I flipped the words around because I felt like so proud was so dope, but it was short. Mm. And I felt like, should I have made it a longer song? But then at the time, you know, most people don't like these long songs. So you give them something short and they, I want more. Mm-hmm. So I, I did the remix with the same beat, flipped the intro, flipped the verses around, kept a couple of lines the same, just to still keep the same type of talk that I was doing. But I did that so you could play those joints back to back if you take out one of the intros and make it now. And make that Oh, and Masada, oh. who did the, um, the heavy rotation, actually made that beat. Okay. Ah, there you yeah. go. Came, came back. Yeah. You're on Excitement Radio once a week. 
Yes, I am. I, okay. I, I've been made official a couple of weeks ago. So, so the um, on Excitement Radio, the actual show is yeah. called The Street Corner Radio. It's, it's ran by my man, Red, Mr. Flint, um, co-host with AMD, um, Eddie Nice, and myself now. So I'm a part of the team. Occasionally, Miss Mel's pops through. Okay. Um, you know, uh, and I've had um, my opportunity to have a couple of guests. So, like, I've had um, the Young Lords. Young Lords. My first time meeting them. Um, but I first heard their music on H's show, and I loved it. I was like, damn. You know what I'm saying? It reminded me of why I rhyme. Like, this grimy shit, this is what I like. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I was like, I had them on, and then I had uh, my man Sim so we could promote my school days that I got with him. And typically, when I'm on the show, I don't really, like, play my own music on yeah. there. Um, Red has played us a couple of songs. One of his favorites is the one and only rapping over the the Bismarcky beat. Um, yeah, yeah, nobody beats the Biz. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, other than that, I I play other people's shit because yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like I tell people after the show, you could you want to hear my music? Go to beatdope.com. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Go find me on YouTube. Subscribe to my channel. You get a notification whenever I drop new shit. Bam. But yeah, um, so I'm I'm happy to be a part of that team. Oh, definitely, yeah, and Ben Hop, definitely, like his show, Best Kept Secret with Shy Will. Yes. The, um, before our show comes on, so his is, um, I forget what time it starts, but it ends at 9, but Best Kept Secret, I mean, if you go to Excitement Radio, you can pull all that up. They have every um, show that they do is with, like, some either unsigned artists, um, un, you know, unknown artists mm-hmm. or whatever like that to show their talent, play their music, interview okay. them, and that's why it's called the Best Kept Secret, nice. their show. Fresh, fresh. Well, I, I typically at this point of the, the the podcast is where I ask you to do the socials, and you ran through a couple of them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, you do a, once a month. You do a giveaway on YouTube. Let's touch on that before we get into these beers. Okay, so yeah, so you know, I like to uh, for those that show me support, I, I, I wanted to give back to those. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So uh, for people that subscribe to my channel, all I ask is that you share my videos. Uh, like my videos, leave a comment, leave me your social media. Cause most of these people with these YouTube names aren't their social it's media. Not tied in. So yeah. it's like, if I'm trying to find a winner, it's kind of hard when mm-hmm. I'm like trying to search them on IG, Facebook. And I'm like, damn, I can't find them. Luckily I've been able to find my past winners. Um, but yeah, so last of Saturday of every month for this whole year, I'm just giving away a couple of things. I don't want to really get too much. I did uh, one of my last winners, Rocky. Rocky Rob, he posted, and so I reposted it back what, nice. what he got. And he was happy with it. Fresh. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. But like, for the most part, you know, shirts, hats, things like that. Okay. Speaking of giveaway, this is this is the fourth episode of June, and we're also involved in a getaway. A getaway. Now, we're not giving you a getaway. <laughs> you know, don't, get, don't get it twisted. You ain't getting a trip to Aruba or nothing like that. But we are doing a giveaway, and it's for two tickets to the phenomenal poetry show. Flowpocalypse at the Broward Center for the Performing Arts. It is July 9th, 8 p.m. Um, you guys, if you guys are doing the right thing and subscribing to the podcast, you're listening to this on time or a couple days later, but you know that uh, there was, there's was there been three words I've given away. There's a fourth one to complete the phrase. Once you get all four words, DM me the phrase, and then you're gonna that's going to enter you into the raffle for two tickets um, to an amazing night of poetry. It's a nice venue, the world-famous Broward Center for the Performing Arts, and it's put together by none other than Quick the Poet. Uh, like he likes to say, um, life's very own Quick the Poet. It's a nice night, pull up, dress to impress, and you're right there in the heart of Fort Lauderdale, so either before or after you can get involved with whatever else the city has to offer there. Like I said, uh, this is the giveaway, and this is the fourth and final word, and the word is love. 
So if you've been tuned in for Bruce Beats and East the last three weeks, you put those words together, it gives you the phrase, DM me, I'll get you into the uh, the raffle, and uh, you'll get these tickets. Shit, you'll know by July 4th weekend, if you want or not. So That's you. So you have, I guess, so I guess the cutoff date, and I'm actually doing, I'm producing this show right now as we're talking. I'm like, all right. Well, so yes, so make sure you have that submitted to me by, let's go July 2nd. July 2nd, I'll put that together. And then before July 4th, you'll know the winner. That way it gives you about six or seven days to get ready for that show. So um, y'all know what it is. It's Bruce Beast and East. I got B-Dope in the house. Yeah, we're yeah. going to get into these brews. Uh, Belief, co-host extraordinaire, he's in there. He's in the bruise already, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My people, y'all stay tuned. It's Bruce Beast and Easter Podcast. We got the dopest craft beers on tap. Bruce Beast and Easter Podcast, and we have reached the bruise portion of the podcast. This is the uh, the part of the podcast where my guest um, so willingly tries four different beers that I provide for them. They'll give us their thoughts. They'll sample the beers. They'll give us their thoughts on them. And in between, we'll talk early beer memories. we got to get to that sick big right. story. And, um, and then we'll ask them what they're drinking nowadays. And uh, before it's all said and done, we'll get a one, uh, real quick, like one through four, the, the, the most favorite to the least favorite or the least hated to the most hated, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, man, so, so without, without a doubt, Without any delay, let's get into these beers. Um, this very first one, this is, this is the, the tricky part, is is hosting and and uh, and pouring. The focus goes one way or the other, but yeah. So this first one here is from the Barrel of Monks Brewing. It is their single in Havana. It is a Belgian blonde ale with guava. It comes in at a four point five percent. And it's brewed here in Boca Raton. Hmm. Let me know what your thoughts are on that. I could taste the guava. Okay, comes through. Like I could like not like taste like that. It's a strong, but I could like feel the flavor of it. It's actually yeah. pretty good. Cool. I'm glad. I'm glad you think so. Yeah, this is another one that uh, it's not the first time I've had it, but this is definitely one that um, it does deliver with what it's telling you it is. So that guava is. It's not an overpowering guava, mm-hmm. but it's there. It like yeah, subtle. You you believe you you tasting? Nah, nah, no. Nah, nah. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, I, know. I just wanted to make sure. Oh nah, man, I'm on a mission. Though. I, I know, I know. <laughs> you you motivated for real. Shouts to the kombucha. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so 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 Bob, um, earliest beer memory. Shit, the earliest beer memory was uh, drinking Budweiser that my dad would have. Uh, okay. At at like his party, sneaking them off, and um. Just remembering, like, how nasty that shit was. <laughs> <laughs> this like, is not what I was expecting. Nah, not at all. Like, uh, like you know, and then watching, like, everybody had one in their hand kind of was like, I didn't understand it. it was like, like, like ah. you guys are all falling for this? Like, yeah. why, why is everybody drinking this nonsense? It's just trash. Bro. It is. <laughs> it is. Like, but one of the highest beer sellers still to this day. Oh, right? yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Without yeah. a doubt. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck it, man. Inflation. Yeah. Like, you. like I think if you was to price Budweiser, <laughs> I would I would think them shit just be like Arizona and keep them at 99 cents. cents. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. Because it, it looked like they don't put no effort into that. But shouts to Arizona because y'all put effort into y'all drinks. Yes. Yes. So the, that was the earliest beer memory. Uh, the memory of where the first time you, you, you tasted like one and, enjoy and you're like, yo, this is... I, I get it. Like, this is, oh, I see why, you know what I'm saying? Not necessarily, but, but I see why people drink beer. All right. So, I wasn't, 
I think after Budweiser, it really didn't have me be a beer drinker. And mm-hmm. then, you know, I started smoking at like 13. So really smoking was my thing. And then, you know, sometimes you hang with the, your friends on the block. We were drinking like 40 OEs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Didn't really care for the taste of it. But while you smoking, it was good for the cotton mouth. Mm-hmm. Got you, got you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was something to wash it down. But um, my best, I would say, was um, Sigvik. Uh, introduced me to Heineken. I ain't ever drink, drink no Heineken. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, it was like, we went to his crib. Um, we were going to go to a studio session. And because um, Vic was actually one of one of my earliest, like, supporters that was like, yo, we're going to go to the studio. You night, like, you know what I'm saying? That I met out here. Okay. And he was making sure that I, I was recording or I was performing somewhere and gotcha. stuff like that. So, yeah, he had a, a bought a whole like twenty four like the big box of a fucking Heineken. Yeah, the cases. Yeah, yeah, and it's like he's cracking old and he's giving it to me, and I was like, "Are you giving me this for?" Like he's like, "Drink it, motherfucker," and I was like, <laughs> "So I'm like kind of sipping, he making fun of me and shit like that." But then after drinking, I was like, "Damn, this ain't bad." Yeah. We, I think I think we killed that whole box that day, and then went to the studio. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay, dope. That's excellent. Let's get into the second beer. The second beer here is from me. Uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the, the, the brewery name because I'm bound to fuck it up. But it's a Dos Equis. So I'm just going to go with Dos Equis. We're going to call it that. It's their uh, Amber Especial. This one here. It's a Vienna-style lager. It clocks in at 4.7. I don't know if I said it earlier, but the other one was 4.5% ABV. This is 4.7. Um, give that one a go and let me know what you think. It's not bad. Okay. I still like, I like that first one So far, okay. Though, gotcha. But this ain't that bad. It kind of remind me of something that I've tasted before. Kind of remind me of Amber Bach. Okay. Yes. Which, which funny enough is one of those, that was one of the first beers that I had that I was like, to me, in my mind, I was like, oh, well, I'm trying something fancy now. <laughs> away from, uh, <laughs> away from all the usual stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah. Bud, Corona, Heineken. Yeah. When I saw that on a tap at, I don't know, Ale House or something. I think I tried it at Sports Grill. Or, okay. When I saw that, I'm like, "What's that Amber Bach?" And it was like, "Yeah." And then it just put, it looked different. It was it's a darker lager. It's not that clear. And I was like, "Yeah." And I'm drinking. And I was like, "Oh, see, I'm into beer, you know." <laughs> <laughs> and there's beer heads now that are laughing. Be like, "Amber Bach, come on, man." <laughs> the Dos Equis. The reason I even threw this one. Typically, I don't go um, like the big brands, big mm-hmm. big names. But this one I threw in there because a lot of times it's there's beer drinkers that are on some more like they want to explore, mm-hmm. and then there's beer beer drinkers who just want a beer. You know, so I'm 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 a liquor drinker. So okay. yeah, when it comes to beer, I'm like, yo, just that's why I said like Corona Heineken. Like mm-hmm. I keep it simple yeah. because um I don't really drink beer. Gotcha. Um, but uh, yeah, this I would actually, and I've tried Amber Bar because some you know went somewhere and they had me. Okay, I'll yeah. try, and it wasn't that bad. But then I've had some beers like, ah. yes, you're, there's always a couple that you're gonna be like, oh, this is yeah, I don't see why anybody drinks it. But then there's a bunch of people that are drinking it. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, they'll, that they'll they're say actually it's the enjoying. Best beer ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, like Coors Light. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which, which, to this day, I'm confused. I'm convinced that that's that's just strictly water, brother. It's like you, you can't. No, man, that's, that's got to be water. I'm gonna take this moment out to shout the sponsors while you enjoy the rest of that beer. The sponsors, yo, shouts to the sponsors: uh, Beard Brews and Food, uh, G Juice Remedies, Mama Juana King, everybody involved. Actually, Beard Brews and Food has a hop and smoke event going on. It's a hop and smoke event going on at Craft Beer Cellar in Fort Lauderdale. That's June 30th. If you're into cigars, if you're into beer, stouts that match cigars, they'll pair them. Go to the IG. It's Beard, Brews, and Food. Check them out. Pull up to CBC, a dope place, a dope spot right on the water there. For the people who are in the Fort Lauderdale area, 
think it's time to get into this third beer. This is where it's going to get interesting. Okay. So now we're going to go from like, you know, the, the average beer drinker's beer to something that <laughs> that's a little experimental for most people. <laughs> All right. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> I'm ready. This next beer, the third beer we're going to get into is from Hidden Springs Ale Work. It is the Galactic Rotation. Now, I haven't had this one before. <laughs> you can tell by the name alone. When they start, when yeah. they start getting fancy with the names... You say is, that, is that an alien? On, is that an alien I see on, you gotta the, say the with, with a, on the bottom? So I yeah. see a music note. Yeah, there's a couple things a going on. There's, like, there's an alien, there's an, uh, an astronaut, there's actually a whale. <laughs> I don't know why there's a whale and there's a rocket ship, is flowers. A, is that an iPod on there? Inside that, looked that, like, little circle right there? that looked like a, either that or, or a Soviet Union refrigerator. I don't know. <laughs> It's or, like from back in the days. Or it could be Rosie the Robot from the Jetsons, you know? <laughs> yeah, very possible. Somebody stabbing a heart? There's like, a, yeah, that? I don't I don't see the connection, but yeah. I guess, you know, you wash down your, your tears from your broken heart with this. Mm-hmm. You go to space to recover from a broken heart. The Monopoly hat? <laughs> yeah. It's laced with DMT, that's what it is. You see all that shit when it, you drink that shit. It's DMT-inspired beer, for sure. <laughs> But actually, like Belief was saying, it's, it's the galactic rotation. This is an orange creamsicle-inspired sour. <laughs> listen, listen to that shit. Listen. Orange Yo, creamsicle. Yo, I just tasted that. Oh, <laughs> shit. You know what this kind of remind me of? Them fucking Flintstone push-up pops or whatever uh, they yeah, yeah, yeah. That come with the little toilet yeah, the paper cool. roll and you yeah. push it up. Oh, man. Shit, I haven't yeah. seen one of those in them. And years, I never liked man. them shits either. <laughs> I'm gonna drink this because you poured it. I'm, I don't. I'm one. I don't believe in alcohol abuse. So you know, somebody pours yo, it, you, you drink know what? it. You know what? You know what? There's fans listening that are like, man, that that's that's a true that's a true beer drinker. There. Ooh, it's a rough one. But I see you know, the description. Yeah. I was like, oh hell no. But you know, I'm a team player, and I take one for the team. There we go. Yeah. So this one, um, it's a fruited kettle sour, five point five percent ABV. No it's I don't not, mean no disrespect to the the makers of this. It's no, just listen, not my thing. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, until they sponsor us, but they sponsor us anyway. Yeah, you know, you do it. I mean, like I, everything is subjective. So there's mm-hmm. people that be into this. Like, oh man, the orange cream school shits was my the way favorite. It came through. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pop yeah. about that toilet paper roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just Bob's not here necessarily for that one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's funny though, because when you mentioned the the toilet paper roll, like the core, of the, it's exactly that's what it looked like. Yeah, with the little plastic. Oh, um, that's exactly what that shit was. Yeah. It was just like yeah. it just had like it just, like just a little a little it. yeah a little coloring Bro. around it, some sort of like logo. Yeah, and like a coating so that it yeah. would, coating so it won't so yeah, the so. ice cream won't mess up the paper. That's amazing. Even though if you wait it too long, it eventually does. It's, yeah, Bro, that's crazy. So the person the person who invented the. Uh, the, the core of the toilet paper roll, they was like, make they was getting money on both ends. They Could were like, <laughs> they were selling that shit. Double dipping. Let's, let's hope. Let's hope yeah. it wasn't, wasn't like trash. Dumping. <laughs> <laughs> trash diver. You know what I, don't, I don't think recycling was that big back like, then. I'm going to make ice cream with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, no. now that'd be some shitty shit right there. <laughs> oh my oh, God. Man, I got to find my, my rim shot somewhere around there. No, that's not it. <laughs> Yeah, I think that was it. <laughs> oh, man, that shit too funny. Oh, Imagine damn. that. For like, real. Yeah. That's that's amazing. Before we get into this fourth beer, um, you mentioned you're you're more of a liquor drinker. Yeah. What's the liquor of choice? Henny. Okay, that was quick. <laughs> Henny, then, you know, I go to my vodka for my okay. lights. You know, I like Ciroc. I like uh, Grey Goose. 
Um, I like Ciroc's because the, the flavors. They they got the different flavors. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They they pretty cool, chill. Okay. But Henny, you, you straight? You mix straight? If I do mix, I throw a little coke. Um, at one time back in the days, you know, I inc- incredible hooked it and mix it with mm. some hypnotic, turn mm-hmm. green, bang, give you that energy. Yeah, that that had its moment for a minute. That that incredible yeah. Hulk, everybody yeah. was, and, that and, was a, and since um since we just I just referenced Incredible Hulk and Belief is here. He's actually uh putting together a video for me, um joint called Don't Be Mad. Uh you know, Okay. Fresh. Got, yeah, got shit. the got the original um old school uh was it in the late seventies, early eighties when the Hulk series came the, out. The Bill Bixby, Bixby joint. Yeah, Bill Bixby, yeah. Yeah, the Luke, so, yeah, yeah. You know when he's walking off at the end, yes, the theme song? Yes. Yeah. So rapping over that, and then a little intro in there is, Mr. McGee, don't make me angry. <laughs> yeah, so you know. Fresh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I'll, Belief is working on putting together the video for that? Yes. Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay. Belief's done uh, several videos for me, and, and that, he is the man. Like, I I, I love his vision, his works, his creativity. Um, I leave it in his hands, like, uh, for doing it. Like, you know what I mean? He did... Uh, we need, we need to talk. He did a uh, friend zone. Um, what was the one games people play? Like, you know what I mean? He even at, at his own listening party shot my, uh, like shot my part between him and wifey taking turns. So he could be in the shots um, for rock. This a rock day video. Yeah. Featuring bogey. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's when you just got yeah. the camera. And it was his listening party. And, yeah. and so I really appreciate it. I didn't mean to like hijack that, but I was like, everybody's here. This would be so dope like to have everybody in my footage. Like, you know, yeah. Because usually I do videos and it'd be hard to get people to come out. Be like, yo, I'm about to shoot this video and I let people know mad advance. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm there, I'm there. Nobody show up. So half my videos, it's either my son, my son and his friends, or just me. Yeah. So, you know, I had to take that opportunity. So thank you for that. And then... Um, word, word. No, and you know what's funny is that I was there that night, but I didn't stick around long enough. No, you, Gio, yeah, uh, stepped out too. Yeah, I had... Yeah, that was a long day in Kendall for me. I It was... I, my day started... Like midday over mm. there at Kendall, and then by the time we got together at Joey's, it was nine thirty, ten o'clock at night, and I was there for a couple of hours. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I yeah, shout to Joey for letting us use the script for that. For sure, for sure, I man, Joey. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, by the time I got picked up, you know what I'm saying? Because my wife came to come get me, and I was like, fucking booty dog. I was alone. <laughs> I was alone. I was like, I sat in, the, sat in the car, and I was just like. Take me home. Hey, I'm just gonna go to sleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excellent. Wait, speaking of a video, y'all have a track together. Oh, nah, we actually got two tracks to act. Well, so we got two tracks that are just me and him together. Okay. We got the Behold and um, what was the other one? Shit. Behold, Behold's the video. Behold, that, we got the yes. video. That, Art Morera shot that yes. video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shouts to Art. Shout out to Art. Um, we have um. Forget the names of the Nah, that's why I'm about to pull it up right now because I know I, I got it. I know I'm gonna got it. And it, um, in the meantime, I'm gonna crack this fourth and final beer okay. open. Um, do my uproar, uproar. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember the song. I just yeah, 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 yeah. The name that we named it. Yeah, yeah. So we, we got go. uproar, and then um, then I got him featuring on a joint uh for my next project that's gonna drop. It's not titled yet, but wifey produced it. No L's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, you know, then for her album that's going to be dropping next year, she's working on, she got a, an exclusive track for Belief Only. Wow. Okay. Yeah, shouts to Miss Mel's. Yes, Miss Mel's, Mel's with the Miss Mel's bangers. For sure. Because um, Belief got the 
Yo, storytelling, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's the modern-day Slick Rick. Mm, mm, okay. You know what I mean? When it comes to the Yeah, yeah. You put in that same category. Nah, yeah. yeah, because when he tells a story, like, when you listen to The Great Adventures of Slick Rick, like, I could close my eyes, and I could just see everything, even without the video. So it's like, I could just picture how everything, like, looks. Mm-hmm. When this dude tells a story, and you, like, just listen deeply, like, you see it. Like, you gotcha. could visualize it, like... And I'm sure that's parlays into the actual putting together visuals for for songs too. Like I'm sure it's it's got to be yeah. some. There's like got to be something in 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 the, in the brain that connects those two together. Like being able to tell a good story, like like write down a verse that tells a story, and then being able to relay that information into like visuals. That's growing up as an only child, bro. You got a, a, a wild imagination. There that's, you go. That's exactly Shit. what happened. With why I feel like I could. You know, construct these stories and yeah. be able okay. to really verbalize them. Dope. That's excellent. That is excellent. Um, yeah, we got to get Miss Mills on the episode. I'm gonna say right now. Eventually, we got to get her on her own episode. I, I told you why she she's got an album coming now. Dog duty. Um, <laughs> Literally. Fucking, yeah, one in the morning. Dog diarrhea. Five in the morning, and then you know, son uh, call around seven. Car issues. So yeah, just life happens. Right now, she she need her rest. Yes, <laughs> let her get her rest for sure. She's got an album coming out too. Yes, you guys got an event popping up in October. Yes, October put 22nd. together by Future Boy. Yes, that's um her son. Um, okay. Mikey, uh, damn, I should have never used the real name. But anyway, <laughs> bleep it out, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but nah, that's my stepson, her son. Um, who between the two of them, you know, they they partners up in that, and and they they putting this together. So it's to celebrate her 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 forty fifth birthday, nice. along with the album release of okay. this project that she produced. This this project I'm dropping is slow, solely produced by her. And usually most of my projects, I'll either go to like Craze, I'll go to my cousin Watson Green, my man Temp, and, and other producers. But this is, she's doing every single track on this. And then, wow, right now I got two tracks to finish up on that to complete that. Um, she's working on her own solo joint that is going to be Miss Mel's, you know, and she's going to be pres- just like putting tracks together for like, Artist that she feels is the dopest down here. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, that's excellent. And we get, and we got quite a few. We, we got do. quite a few. We do. Few. And she has her favorites. Mm. You know. Okay. I, I hope I'm at least in the top five. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, "Nah," but they're gonna say I'm biased. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm like, you know, it's cool. Like, I like them too. <laughs> <laughs> but I could be up there. Yeah. But you know, like I said, everybody got their own top. Subjective. So. Subjective for sure. Let's get into this fourth and final beer. Uh, this is from Dogfish Head Craft Brewery. It's their costumes and karaoke. It's an urban spice beer, and it's it's the heavy hitter of the bunch here. It's 8%, and it's brewed in Delaware. I can't put this taste to it anything. It's it's not bad. I just can't match it to anything. Yeah, it's hard to compare that. I, I'm That's trying that word, one yeah. for the first time, and it's hard to compare it and kind of give people something similar. But it's good. Okay. It's good. It's you decent. like that one? Nah, yeah, it's decent. Okay. Much better than that. Than, uh, the, than the orange creamsicle, yeah. the galactic oh rotation. God, yeah. <laughs> the galactic rotation. We take heavy rotation over here. We don't do galactic rotation. Yeah. Nah, this ain't bad. Okay. The, uh, typically, when it gets up to 8, 8, 8% ABV and higher, it leans more towards like that that alcohol okay. taste. So yeah, that's probably that's why you're, like you're gravitating yeah. to it a little right. bit. Yeah. You'd probably like styles, especially stuff that's barreled aged. Yeah. Since you're already like a Hennessy fan and yeah. 
So something along the lines of a barrel age, you'll probably mess with, you know, because okay. you'll you'll find those those notes in it that you're like, you oh, me. I'm common. Yeah. I mean, it's common to me. You got me feeling like I need to swirl this, smell this, <laughs> swish it in my mouth, type shit. Like pause. Some type. Some, some kind of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh damn. Nah, that was that was good. Okay. That yeah, you definitely were able to navigate through that one a lot easier than the uh, oh, yeah. than the galactic rotation. <laughs> So let's let's get the real quick one through four. This is what you have before you. Uh, so you want me to put them in my order? Yeah, it's pretty much the, the, your favorite to your least favorite. Right, so my favorite was that single Havana. Okay, the first one we set it off with. The Dos Equis, I put it in second. Okay. Actually, you know what? Nah. Because the, the, the Dos Equis is like an amber box, but that last one you just gave mm-hmm. actually had a better pop. You know what okay. I'm saying? So that's something like I would actually go drink because I, I don't want the norm. Gotcha. So I would go for that one, that second. And then the Dos Equis third, and then the, the trash last. <laughs> y'all heard it here first. V Dope gave y'all the rundown. We talked a little bit more about music. There's still a lot more music to come because we're going to get into this beat segment in a second or two. Y'all stay tuned. What about the beats? The beats. The beats. The beats. The beats. Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast, and we have reached. The beats portion of the podcast. Uh, we got uh, Bob here. Yeah, Be yeah, dope. Yeah. We kind of touched on the catalog. Touched a little bit about your your transition from from up north to, to South Florida. Mm-hmm. What I wanted to ask also is, you was fortunate that you bumped into someone that was able to introduce you to a crowd of people that were similar, like minded yeah. uh, individuals. Um, and then we kind of touched a little bit on, uh, you know, you linking up with Simi at that point. Yeah. And then the school days, we kind of ran through a couple names as far as Last Straws. Uh, we mentioned Sig Vic's uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> involvement. Craze is someone else that you yeah. worked with. Let's talk about the couple of people that you worked with throughout your career in South Florida. Some of those South Florida, you know, names that they were household names to us because we were just following the culture. But All right. So getting the start, I'd start with Sim, Bogey. You know what I mean? Originally, uh, school days was uh, me and Sim, and okay. eventually, Bogey became a part of that. Bogey Black, uh, Black, yeah. So before that, his name was D Rhythm. That was his school days name, D Rhythm. Okay. That was his last draw's name, D Rhythm. Gotcha. Um, then you know, ah, stats. funk rhythm vibe. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah, big Grand stats. Funk, okay, who, who changed gotcha. his name to Stats? Okay. Um, you know, then down the line uh, after that, you know. Mike Ripper, um, he used to come to my house every day. And this was like when he was starting out the rhyme, like, you know, God bless that. Mm. Like, yo, he was the biggest red man. Like red man was like his idol. I remember yeah. every time he used to come to the crib and he would, he, he would rap and he would want to rap over red man instrumentals and stuff like that. <laughs> like red man's the goat, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. It's hard to argue. I mean, that, that's a good place to start. Like if you're going to yeah. model yourself after anybody yeah. or kind of before, you know, we rappers, it takes time for, for them to find their voice. Yeah. But when you first set off, it's like you're emulating so, somebody. So in that aspect, mm-hmm. me, um, I would say that I, mine was uh, Lord Finesse. Okay. Mine was Lord Finesse, um, Big L, and, and you know, the digging in the crates. Yes. Cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, 
I'm I'm, I'm from Harlem, Spanish Harlem. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So they wasn't that far and and out of my reach. Mm. Um, Andre the Giant was another one. Like mm. my favorite joint was um when he uh him and Law Finesse it was back to back rhyme. And when I come when I bust a rhyme, there'd be a and then they had to rock him something. There'd be another rough rhyme after this one. Yo, that was my favorite <laughs> joint. Um, the rap uh what was it? Rap senator take a box ten from the north to the southeast perimeter. Oh man, yo, that when when I heard that type of rhyming, I was like, oh shit. Shit, that was like, whoa, like you know what I mean? Cause they were doing it fast and stuff like that. And you know, Big Daddy Kane rapped fast too, and he yeah. was one of my favorites out of the BK. Like, oh man, I growing up in New York and and having just like my ears open to all of that just had me like amazed. Like mm. you know what I'm saying? Then when I did move down here and I heard what was, uh, I, I felt stuck. Okay. And you know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for like my fam sending me music over down here that I could stay in tuned and in touch and just like continue to do what I did. Like, yeah. like I had people that try to tell me like, Oh, you should rap like this. Oh, you should rap like that. And I'm like, nah, mm. I'm me. I'm going to do what I do. Yeah. I don't go fuck what they like. You know what I'm saying? Eventually there's going to be somebody out there that like me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So oh, there's going to be multiple people that like me, but I, in my head, I was like, I can't go back home. Meaning like if I ever showed my face back in NY in the streets, yeah, doing some shit that they're going to look at me and be like, the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. how I looked at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, me changing myself the way that I rapped and did my music and, and compromise and changing, I felt like that's like when you look at somebody that, that get locked up and snitch. Mm. Like, the fuck is you doing? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I ain't switching who I am. Yeah, yeah. Be solid the way that I am. It, it, it seems like it would be a lose-lose situation because, like you brought up, if you went, if you ever went back home, and they and they're like and they ca- they catch wind of what it was that you was doing, they're gonna be like nah. And then if you Your try car to get pulled, yes. And then if you try to do that here, the people down here are gonna go nah because they know that that's not you. They, like yeah. you've already you've they've already. I mean, like you said, the moment that you pulled up to the school, you was wearing you was still rocking yeah. the aesthetic. The the, the, the yeah. I don't even like to use the word swag, but the, the drip. Uh, that's what they're talking about nowadays. That's, that's what it is now. Yeah. So, so yeah, you, so you was already recognized as someone that wasn't from around there. So the, from around here. So the moment that you try to emulate them, they're going to be like, ah, so it's a lose, lose situation. And even while doing all of that, I still repped Kendall mm. the whole time because that's where I was. It was like Rakim said, it ain't where you from. It's where you at. Mm-hmm. So my mentality was still New York, but I was here. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If I was going to come out, I'm got, I got to come out here. For here. So I got to yeah. let it be known that this is where I'm at. Even though I sound the way that I do, this is yeah. what I rep. So I was repping Devin there. I was repping the hammocks. 152, 154, 107. You know what I'm saying? Which is a crazy coincidence because in New York, I grew up in 107. Wow. Between 3rd and Lex. Okay. And I lived in a hump for between Lex and Park. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, and then here, I, I was staying out in Sherwood West over there by Spanish Trace over there by 107th Ave. So, you know what gotcha. I'm saying? So, I was repping Kendall, like, big. Like, you know what I'm saying? And this, I'm talking, like, I moved out of here in, in 91, just before Andrew. Um, and I was always repping Kendall no matter what I did. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. I, I I put the shit on a fucking chain, like you know what I'm saying, 88, like you know what I'm saying, like yes. nobody who who you know d- did that done that, like you know what yeah. I'm saying, or like you know what I'm saying, or even got like some sort of like 88 tattoo or anything like that, you know what I'm saying. So like for me, repping Kendall meant something because I wanted to be known that I'm about where I'm from. I still rep New York. You can hear it when I rhyme and stuff like that. I talk my peoples when I talk my shit. I still talk references of my peoples back home and stuff yeah. like that. I do that here. 
but I want it to be known that that I, I rep my hood. Yeah. And I'm about that. Got you. You know what I'm saying? Because those are the people that when I do make it or they the ones that going to be like, yeah, that's that solid. He was solid. He's always mm-hmm. about his, you know what I'm saying? I don't ever want nobody to be like, ah, oh, nah, nah, and pull my, you, ain't nobody could ever pull my card. Yeah. Nobody could ever say, I ever talk some bullshit, fake shit, ah, that, that ain't what he about. That ain't his, mm. like, nah. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, which, which, which is, uh, a lot of people can't say. A lot nah, of people, lot can't, of people say that. can't say. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I guess like, you know, I don't know, I'll probably offend somebody. But like Rick Ross was a CEO. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If he wanted to be real, he could have talked about that. He could have talked, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, he changed his whole persona to be about Rick Ross, yeah. who wasn't him. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, here's my thing. I remember him being in some old videos, like when he was running with the, I forget what was the squad, like when Trina and them and all of them. And, slip and slide. Yeah. I, I, yeah, slip and slide. And I, and I think there was a video he was in, and he was wearing like, a, it was a jersey or whatever. Yeah. Like, you ain't seeing Floyd, you know what I'm saying? So it's like... No, I, I remember that video. I, I forgot the name of the, the song. He didn't have the beard and all of that type stuff either, right? So here's my thing. And, it, and and this is when it comes to like, you 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 have a lot of people that talk all this in their rhymes about how they did this, 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 and that. And so why back in the days when I saw you or you were seen, that wasn't the image that you had. Yeah. It was, you, you got that now, because now you got money. Now yeah. you could do all of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is I'm, I'm glad to see where he's at and where he made it to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To be able to do that. But when you was rapping that, that's not what you was about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm not saying I'm not taking anything from his music. It's dope. But what I I for me, yes, I don't want to tell some other man's story. Got you. You know what I'm saying? Got I'm telling you. my story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if I tell you a story and I tell you how the cops kicked down my mom's door looking for fucking all types of drugs, that's real. Yeah. And anybody that lived in Devon there could tell, you know, attest to mm. that, that that was there or saw that happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you can't mix me with, with the bullshit. Like, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. yeah, I'm never gonna tell some other man's story. I'm gonna tell my own. If I tell my people's story, it's because I was there and I was a part of it. Gotcha. But I'm not gonna talk about somebody that have no connection to yeah. just to make it sound good. Got you. Got you. Speaking of stories, um, mood swings. Yes. Definitely got, it's littered with stories. From oh my front God. To back. That's an emotional roller coaster. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And it's got topics that you hit on. Um, it's, it's, it's wild. I mean, friend zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's that have any, that's relatable to anybody. Yeah. You yes. know, you talk to chick, whatever. Ah, but I got, okay. We friends, we friends. And it was like, damn, okay. <laughs> but there's but, also those times where you have those, and all of a sudden they they go from one senior friend, they see you all of a sudden, they're like, oh, wait, 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 uh, what about me? And like, what about you? I thought, nah, we friends. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was you. You you put that out there. You know what I'm saying? While you was yeah. with so-and-so and so-and-so and crying on my shoulder. Mm. Now I'm with this chick here. Now you want, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you got to flip it on them. Then you True. put them in the friend zone and see how they like it. Yeah. We got to talk is another one. We got another. True story. That, that was, really, okay. True story. All right. Yeah, that, I was, that caught me. Like I'm listening to it. I think H was playing it when when you first dropped it, mm-hmm. and I'm watching the video, and and that threw me for a loop because I was like, oh, okay, like twist ending. Yeah, true story. I, I got a vasectomy, but you know, true story. Uh, you know about chicks out there, uh, 
trying to get you, mm. whatever, whatever, you know, and the yeah. first thing they trap. want, trying to trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, All that's why other trapping. Yeah. They, yeah. they try to get you to do whatever, pay their bills, whatever the case is. But the biggest trap is, yo, I'm pregnant. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like, and then you find out kid ain't yours or whatever. Some people stupid. Like, oh, damn, you know, and then, and if you listen to them, I'm like, oh, that's cool. So how the baby father feel about that? You know, shorty getting mad because most of the time when, and, and, and this is reality. Most guys know and so this ain't no cap on that. But girl tell you like, yo, I'm pregnant. Most guys gonna think and, and ask them, is it mine? Mm. But yeah. in my case, like, I know it ain't mine. Yeah, but, yeah. Oh, wow. Shit, okay. You know what I mean? But the yeah. girls in their head is gonna be like, oh, uh, tell you're pregnant and this, that, this, how you gonna act? Like, uh, you the only one I've been with. You know what I'm saying? You, you as the dude, like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. But in my case, I could be like, oh, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Then tell them, got a vasectomy, and they're like, what do you mean you got a vasectomy? Yeah, I can't have no kids. But you got kids. Yeah, but I can't anymore. So whatever you pregnant or buy, wow. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and shouts to wifey because she she uh, was on the song, and she, so she played the role. And she voiced, uh, yeah. yes, excellent. And so my favorite part is when she just, when I tell her, you know, I got a vasectomy, she's like, oh, fuck. Like that. that <laughs> yeah. Captured that, yeah, yeah, that sense of that despair. Essence, like, yeah. ah. Yeah, she and shouts to Belief for shooting that video. There you go. That was actually go. my first video. Like, well, technically the first video I did. Yeah. Like, okay. From beginning to from beginning to end and shit. Was that the one that was shot at the pub? Nah, that was shot oh. at. Oh, friend zone was shot. Friend at zone. The pub. Friend, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. shot at the, the pub and shot at, at um cigar bar back and forth. Yeah, yeah. And we did that on the low because um, so my brother's a manager there, and um, he talked to the owner. At first, the owner was kind of cool, and then the owner was like, ah, nah. Mm. I was like, you know what? And fuck it. I'm going to do it anyway. And uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Hope your brother doesn't work. Does your brother still yeah, work? Yeah, he's still there. Okay, he, know, okay. he was Let's there. Keep... He's in the video. Okay, gotcha, but gotcha. the way that we did it was okay. was, uh, was crazy. I, I had the uh, Bluetooth uh, earpiece okay. so I could hear the music. So uh... he's filming the camera. We with the camera and I'm just rapping. So it's not like, you know, we're disturbing anybody. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. music's in my ear. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, uh, to everybody else, it looks like. What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> or, or actually, yes, that's either one that or they're like, oh, somebody posting something on social media again, or that because that's become such commonplace where yeah. it's like people walk into the uh, a venue with their you know their phone and now, they record. And but he had a, the official camera, camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the camera. Though. He had the official. It wasn't cell phone. It was official camera that he did. Somebody holding a boom mic. <laughs> yeah, so we had a you know I had to have okay. the, the the music in my ear. And, yeah, and we and we and we did it. and We did it good. Dope. So yeah, and we did out. it in both spots. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, man. Yo, hey, if you're in the South Florida area, man, go up to the Pembroke Garden. Is it Pembroke? Pembroke. Uh, Shops of Pembroke Shop- of Pembroke Gardens. Shops of Pembroke Gardens. There's plenty to do out there. Uh, Pembroke Gardens. Cut that check. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, pu- the pub is one of those. I recognize the pub. I like. Ah, oh, man. I remember plenty of nights just throwing back pints or something there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dope. That's excellent. Um. So. You mentioned a couple of people that you that you were involved with, just like that that opened their doors to you. Mm-hmm. Um, Craze, man, Craze is just one of the the world renowned, the early world renowned DJs. Yo, Craze is the dopest motherfucking DJ out there, and um, you know he got his own label, Slow Roach Records, and you know he does his own different thing. He got a Twitch show that he does on yeah. Wednesdays. Um, yo, he is just. Like, from the way that he does his cuts to, to even when he got into beat making. Like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, crazy is nasty. Like, he he did a couple of joints on, on there. Uh, 
um, what was it? Damn, shit. On which, on the Mood Swings Project? Yeah, yeah, I got two tracks on there by Craze. Uh, I got to pull it up now because I hate, I hate when I do not remember. Shit. I mean, I mean, in the meantime, it, it, I'm as we're talking about this, and I'm thinking, I got, and I we got belief here too. I'm mm-hmm. thinking, like, yo, what the hell was in the water in Kendall? <laughs> like, you no, know. but crazy is nasty. You know, yeah. three time DMC champion. That's what I'm saying. And then you know, winning all the other battles that 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 um he won. Yeah, um, like it's just crazy. Like yo, he and he did it so young. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah, then it was, nasty, it, it was just so wild. So yeah, I remember too him. little, too late. Okay. Uh, craze and die, die, die. Got you. The, the closer. Uh, Is that the that was, die, die, die was the? Uh, yeah, the, but the, if you if you cop the the the, the mood swings off on my website, mm-hmm. um, there's two there's two um, bonus actually three bonus joints. Okay. Okay. From the website exclusive. Nice. Y'all get the bonus. And then on the school days joint, he got it was one of his first early beats that I kept, like that we threw on the school. Oh, days you had it in the stash oh, for yeah, a minute. Yeah, yeah. What did he say? Did you let him know? Yo, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna use I, his I, beat. I, I told him I let him hear it. Tell me what you think. I ain't get no 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 complaint feedback nothing. Nice. So you know, okay, it's a go. Shit, shouts to crazy. Shouts to crazy. Yeah. Speaking of crazy, crazy hood when that popped up in mm-hmm. Kendall, did, was there any connection between you and them? In the beginning, nah, not okay. really. I kind of like it's crazy. I like I kind of like uh, I looked at them as competition, kind of. Okay. And and the only reason why I say it's competition was like because they was repping Kendall, and I was like, nah, but I'm repping Kendall. Like you know what I'm saying? So it was more like a uh, who's repping who's repping Kendall better. Mm. But you know what I'm saying? But they was always cool people. I got like three, four joints that I did with Garcia. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, like EFM put put uh, me and my and my peoples like on two or three of his mixtapes. We got joints like, yeah. but it was never on no beef. Got you. Got you know you. what I'm saying? It's just the competitive nature of hip hop. Just the yeah, yeah. Because cause I felt like I like you know what I'm saying like me and and my peoples like was repping Kendall like from the this, the longest time since like you know what I'm saying since like '91. So. Yeah. When they came out, like, repping Kendall, you know what I'm saying? It was like, wait, who are you guys? Like, mm. like wait. Got you. You know, in, in my head at that time, you know, you young and you just, like, wild out, all that. Uh. Correct. And yeah. I was a battle rapper, so I was out there battling everybody. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, to me, it was like, I, I haven't seen y'all. Like, so, mm. how you repping Kendall? Like, got you, you got know? you. But then, you got to think about it. They were, they were went to Sunset, so they on the other side. He was a killing. Yeah. Yeah, so... You got you got quite a few people on three hundred five niggas. Yes, Dynas is on Dynas there. Garcia is on, it. Is on Garcia. there. Uh, Filthy Rich, who ran with SLP. Okay, that's who that was. All right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I, I remember hearing the SLP shout on there. Yeah. Um, who else was on? UB? UB's that's on right. there. And, and um, DJ Mega Mix uh, uh, put that track together. Okay. Yeah. Man, I think that's... he actually produced the track. I don't know if he produced it or maybe uh, UB did, but yeah. Uh-huh. Mega Mix put that track together. Got you. Yeah. So yeah. that's a dope track. It's a dope track. I mean, it's got like you said, it's got it's got three hundred five written all over it. Yeah. Oh, that's ill. You got you said you got one more project coming up. So, well, the, the Miss Mel's produced yeah. project. So it's untitled, but it got like ten joints and it's featuring several people. So okay. I got belief on there. I got Orion on there. Um, got Mowgli, Shoddy. Um, oh shit. Who else I got? Uh, Salazar's on there. Oh, shit. Um, Shouts. Damn. I got a track with DJ XS. Um, no, Shouts to DJ XS, um, too. Who's actually mixing the whole project. Dope. Um, who 
who else I got on the on these joints, man? I, I yeah. Oh, my son. Shit. How the fuck can I forget B Glizzy? Um, yeah. It's crazy. Oh, and I got H H's yeah, on H- it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just gonna say, oh, oh. no emotion. Oh, shit. shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no emotion. So you know, I, I, I it's, it becomes of who don't I have? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you know, album. I, I, I kind of like. Uh, my past projects, if, you, if you've heard them, I didn't really have too many features. Yeah, no, it was just you. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I didn't have really too many features. And, uh, and um, so I, I wanted to do features with people that, that, that I've heard their music and I respect them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, got you. Yeah. So now, you got, that's, you got that's the, how I got to do it. You got, you got a hell of a cast there. I mean, everybody, all them casts are official. And I'm not just saying that because Belief is here staring at me. No, <laughs> <laughs> no man. If, if y'all don't know, just go check out that Mr. Belief album if you hey, don't yo, believe me. Yo, it's a dope listen. You, you, you are doing yourself a disservice by not checking it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get Belief to perform. Like, like I'm, I'm going to say it right now. I'm trying to get him to perform. I, I got... Yeah, we got to You know what's funny that you mentioned performing? Like, um, I think the the kind of like the last official show I did was on my birthday last year okay. at one of H's um, house parties. Like, yes. it was my birthday and I, and, I, and I did a showcase. But what I, I, I noticed, like, um, I, I haven't, I don't really get asked to do shows. Like, I don't know. Like, so, mm. not sure what that's about. So, it kind of puts me in my feelings a little mm. bit. Like, back before, like, when I'm not like, hey, you know, like so, it's like, hmm. But I'm gonna tell you right now, um, you're not the only one that's complained about it. Like I've, so I've chopped it up with a, people. It's not a complaint. It's just a out of my curiosity. Okay. Like I see shows being put together, and sometimes I see some of the same names on some of these shows, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it's like I feel like that kid in my in the class with the hand up, like, ooh, 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 I know the answer. Like, yo, yo, I rhyme, and, and they, I rhyme, and, I'm and dope. They, they glance right over you. They're like, yeah. nah, not him again. Hold yeah. on. <laughs> One of those, yeah, like, like oh no, nah, we know he knows the answer. Let's, yeah, let's, yeah, exactly. But then they give it back to Charlie in the corner there, who's like said the last three answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like I said, it's interesting that you bring that up because someone else has voiced that concern uh, recently. Where they're okay. like, yeah, I don't get it, and I was like, damn, all right. So it's not. It's it seems like it's multiple okay. people. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. so then cool. So then I guess. Usual. So yeah. then, I, so then I guess if, if if since I'm not the only one that feels that way, then I can't feel slighted. Mm, yeah, yeah. Maybe they've been drinking that crazy beer. <laughs> yeah, the one I am so thoroughly yeah, enjoying. It. Yeah, that when <laughs> they're making this list of like, yo, who could we get to perform? They drinking that beer and they just forget me. That's it. But they can't. They can't because be dopes. Uh, put in some work for sure. I'm telling you, you guys go on Spotify right now. You're gonna find what, what five out. Shit, yeah, five albums on there easily. Probably, yeah. And then not even and to talk to dope regular, sessions yeah. stuff too. Oh yeah, shouts to my man Mike Mike Sessions. Um, yeah, I I think uh, him and I put out shit three like at least eight projects in the past two years. Damn, yeah, damn. He he's a workaholic. Yeah, he he puts in work every every time I I come across anything that. He, he's like a workaholic. On his, on his yeah. social media, it's like it's a new project. Yeah. Wow. Shout out to him, man. Yeah, he yeah. pretty much makes a beat and records a song almost on a daily basis. I'm, him and No Emotion is like neck and neck with like <laughs> how you. many, who makes a, a song a day like type shit for me. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, um, I've never met Mike Sessions. Um, I got to eventually because mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, he's from North Miami. Yeah. So, North and that's Miami where I grew up. So, I, I definitely at some point got to link up with him, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, we, just, we dropped the joint that up. actually Miss Mel's uh, produced uh, a memorial weekend called No Ways. Oh, yes. So yes. It's me and him, and that's one of her first beats that, that she actually released for the, for the public. Mm-hmm. And, and you can find that on all streaming services, No Ways. That caught me off guard when I heard it, where I was, because coming off of listening to, like, The Most Hated yeah. and then the, the Dope Sessions, and then this beat, like, this high-tempo, almost dance beat comes on. Yeah. And then I was like, yo, these cats are killing it over this beat. Like, yeah. I wasn't expecting it. Nah, and I got a joint that I'm going to drop off for July weekend called Here to Rock. And, that, and that's got a different sound to it, too. Dope. That, that's going to be some reminiscent to some old old Miami shit. Like, you know uh, what I'm saying? That's why I beat why. Um, I guess I could talk about it now because if anybody try to come up with the idea, 4th of July weekend is right around the corner. So mm-hmm. if y'all want to bite the idea, it's already done. But um, I sampled uh, JJ Fad. Um, uh, but the part where the chick is like, like that you don't you. understand yeah, yeah. what the fuck she's saying part. Baby D. And, and, and loop that. So I'm rapping over that. Wow. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I'm rapping <laughs> uh, over her going with a, with a beat behind that. That's the beat. Okay. Yeah. Shit. That bad. Now I'm intrigued, bro. Yeah. I'm intrigued. And, um, you know, when we get off air, I'll play it for okay. you. You get Dope. an exclusive of it. But, yeah, you know, and I flip a little uh, kind of like a Poison Clan flow a little bit. Uh, nice. Actually, from when um the dude left and he did home team. Pick it up. Like, so yeah, yeah. I, I kind of... Uh, Debonair. Debonair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Daddy so I, Deb Rock yeah, coming yeah. So out of Bedrock. So, so my, my first verse, I kind of like flip and I, and, and I, and I did kind of like his flow okay. just as an old throwback to Miami. Yeah, you know like what I'm saying? Homage. Like, yeah. Or homage, depending yeah. on where you're from. Exactly. But you know what I'm saying? Because I moved out here and I went, and those were the dudes that like, I was like, I guess that's who I heard out here. Like, let me hear what, what this is about mm-hmm. here, what they rocking. Mm-hmm. And I actually liked them. I dig them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... Yeah, well, it was that dance all night with you know yeah. JT Money, like that. And then they had the other one, the uh, according to the poison clan, mm-hmm. you can, uh, yo, you know what I'm saying. And then the other joint that uh, that that uh, there was this on beach Antoinette. That I will always be there for you. Shot in Bayside. Like, that yeah. shit used to play on the box all the time. Yeah. Like, whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, so, certain old school shit from in the 90s that, that when I first moved here. Like, I got memories that I, you know what I'm saying? From mm-hmm. moving here that kind of, like, stuck, stuck in my you. head. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That part of my create creativity and stuff like that. Because I grew up in New York. Yeah. But I also grew up here, kinda. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I, so I got roots in both places. Yeah. And so it's like I can't, I can't do one without doing the other. Yeah. You know nah, what if you want, and if you're gonna be a well-rounded MC, you you got to take from everything. Exactly. You got all the experiences, whether it's here or there. Yeah. V Dope's got a song that he's gonna let me hear after we're done recording. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna wrap up this segment here because <laughs> now I'm like I'm amped. I'm looking forward to listening to the song. Uh, my people, y'all know what it is. That was the beat segment. We still got one more go, one more to go, and that is the eat segment. We're gonna get into B Dope's taste when it comes to the delicacies, the dishes, and oh, all that other God. good stuff. Y'all stay tuned. It's Bruce Beast and Easter podcast. Bruce Beast and Easter podcast, and we have reached the eats portion. Uh, this is the portion of the podcast where we get to know our guests' musical, not nah, musical taste. We already did that. What the fuck am I talking about? The damn galactic rotation got see, me, got me see, spinning. Uh, <laughs> drinking sherbet, lace DMT, orange cream school. This, this is where we get to know drinking our guests' no food taste. Yes, nailed it the second time around. Um, you know the, the food that they can't live without. 
um, where to find some of this food, whether they get busy in the kitchen themselves, and then we'll probably even talk like if they're a sweets person or not. Yeah, so let's let, let's do that. Be dope, man. What what's that that dish that that never misses? The dish that never misses is steak and potatoes, steak and, and I miss it so much. So, so so I uh, a couple of years back, and by a couple. I got into a car accident in um, 2018, right? Mm. So I was supposed to go to New York Labor Day weekend. I was actually on my way to the airport. I got into a car accident. So mm. I, I ended up not being able to go. Um, with with that being said and happening, um, you know, they send you the physical therapy and all of that, get checked. So every time I was going, like one of the things they do, check your blood pressure, this, that, the other. And it was like, yo. This shit's always so high. Every time you come, you got like you okay? Like, yeah. What do you mean? You know, they was like, I think you need to go check with your doctor. So, speeding up ahead because I want to drag this out. But after going doctor, 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 come to find out I I had cancer, wow. like, and it's in my blood. So, um, which would make my 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 pressure rise because what's happening is my bone marrow. Uh, producing too much excessive red blood cells. So it made mm. my blood thick. Come to find out my heart expanded like by three uh, millimeters and shit like wow. that. So part of all of this finding out and getting all these different medications, this foods that I can't eat, red meat, because wow. of that. That would no be detrimental. No, no, like certain things that I can't have because of like too much iron and things like that. So mm. it's bad for me. So... Now, I know that I'm not supposed, but occasionally, you know, I sneak and I get a little steak here and there every, yeah. like, so often. But okay. that was my, every, that's my go-to. That was my steak and potatoes, wow. my go-to shit. Damn. It's, so, it's the thing that the thing that we should not mess with is the one that calls yeah. us the most. So when I do get that, like, once out of the blue, mm-hmm. six months, like, whatever, because it's my birthday and shit, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like, I savor that, and it's like, it's so fucking good, and it's like, everything that I remember it being. Yeah, with good reason, because like you said, that also, the, the absence of not having it yeah. makes you appreciate, appreciate it more. more. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question, though. I've noticed this, like, whenever I'm kind of, like, keeping tabs on what I'm eating, um, and I'll stay away from certain things for a while, I find it that it puts pressure on uh on wherever I go to locate like let's say all right let's say I'm staying away from pizza for like mm-hmm. two or three months. Th- like by the third month, the fourth month I'm like oh, I'm gonna have a slice of pizza. It puts like this pressure on where I'm getting it from. Yes. Like like it, 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 there's a there's a good possibility that there's gonna be a letdown in other words. Yes. Okay. Yes, so yes, yes. That occurs so the same way. One of the best steaks that I've had, um damn it's called Wolf something, or maybe it's Wolf's. It's somewhere up in like uh, Davie or whatever. I think it is, or some mm. shit like that. They, they had some shit, the tomahawk steak. Okay. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah. never heard of it till I went there. <laughs> Yo, when I tell you that steak was so big, I had that shit for three days. Like, because, you know, so yeah. since I can't really eat, I couldn't really eat too much of it at mm-hmm. the time. So it's like, okay, I had a little, bam. Then I had some for breakfast, steak and eggs. Yeah, yeah. And then I had the rest, like, made it. But, yo. Portioned had, it out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, what's my pressure and all that shit, like, high and, and like, kind of fucked me up? Uh, not really too much. But lately, like, I don't know. My, my shit's been out of control. And that's what kind of, like, uh, put me with doing the music. Like, wifey got me into doing music because she heard me rhyming. And, like, like oh, this was you? Like, I know you did all this. Like, why'd you stop? Try to tell her. She put me back into it. And then Sim came down and. 
came to the crib to drop me off an old school days record. And while he was mm. there, I was talking to him about listening to like some music. And I was like, damn, I wanted to sample this. And he's like, yo, I bought my MP. Let's do this right now. And we recorded uh, this joint called City Boys right there in the crib. And she just watched and all like, oh shit. And then a son saw and was like, oh shit. Next thing you know, he went out and bought equipment. It's like, I want to do that. Started making beats and shit like that. And her son did. Yeah. Okay. Or okay. for watching me and Sim do this wow. shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and her being there and like now, and now, now we a family of music. You know what I'm mm. saying? My son Rom, like, you know what I'm saying? B Glizzy got his own shit. And to me, he amazing. Like, I feel like if any rapper's going to be better than me coming out, it, it's going to be him. Mm. Because, like, at his age, the way that he's doing his shit remind me of me. So, steak and potatoes is something you do in moderation due to the health concerns. You ran into a, a good tomahawk steak and you kind of portioned Yo, it out. So you, you The <laughs> next time that I do get to eat steak, I am going to go back over there. So, I haven't had a steak in, in a minute. So, okay. um, I, I used to keep count. But now nah, it's like fuck it. Why even count anymore? In the next time. But one of the things that um that that I love is mac and cheese. Okay. And I try to make mac and cheese. Like so, in my house we do uh, Taco Tuesdays with the turkey. Yeah. Because you know I could I, I, yeah. I could do the turkey. I could do chicken and stuff like that. But like um I try to make mac and cheese Mondays a thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> it just sound right, you know. Taco yeah, Tuesday, it goes with mac it. and cheese Monday. Wings Wednesday, mac and you cheese know, Monday. Oh man, wings Wednesday. See that? That's what I'm talking about. We gotta have like. There's got to be them go-to day dishes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so um, I did get a day where I did get that mac and cheese Monday, and the and fucking tray was so big, that shit lasted the whole week. I had mac and cheese for the week. But see, that's, that's, see, that's the thing about mac and cheese. You're not going to prepare a bowl full of it. <laughs> like, know. you're already there. You got this box of noodles you're going to boil. Like, it's going to stretch out. Yeah. You're going to fill out a tray. It's just... It, Part of so I just got to figure a way to get get a master down on like you know just enough to portion it out and yeah and, and, and then that, that way I can't because like doing the mac and cheese she she it was a production and she was like there you go <laughs> hope you happy I was but like it was a lot oh damn um, onions in the mac and cheese nah, I know that okay nah, I'm not yeah. an onion person but okay sometimes with some of the foods that she makes she snuck onions in there and it's like. I'm eating it because it's dead, but I could taste it. I'm like, oh. mm. but if I know, like, nah, I'm going to tell, like, if I know something come on you, I tell them, take it out. You could cook my steak with onions, like, when I would eat steak, like, yeah. at, at the, at, like, get a steak sandwich and stuff yeah. like that, but then I tell them no onions. Like, gotcha. you could do it. You could cook it with it, but scrape them off. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't throw it into the sandwich. Like, I could Yeah, take, don't I, make, don't I, let I it make do, it to the final yeah, product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. if not, I'm opening it up, I'm picking them shits out and tossing <laughs> The best mac and cheese you've had? The best? Yeah. Um... I would say at uh, Teach's House of Mac. Okay. I haven't been there yet. I would say that's the best mac and cheese I've had. Oh, wow. Out okay. here. Nice. Nice. Are you more of a uh, a soupier consistency or a drier consistency mm. mac and cheese? I like them both, so it okay. depends. Like, you. I, I like like the, the, the casserole type crispy. Where you get the crust on yeah, it. Yeah, okay. I, I do like that. My man Books, his mom's used to make a, a hell of a baked mac and cheese and she used to use the the type of noodles that you would do with the pasta the the like the i forget which the, the big ones the, oh the ziti yeah, the ziti she, joints. yeah, yeah she used to use okay. ziti, ziti uh noodles like gotcha. with her mac and cheese and bake them and them, them joints had a nice crisp on the top uh, oh man, man. Yeah. yeah y'all making me hungry <laughs> but then but then, then again, it's working <laughs> but then you know i could also still enjoy a box of Velveeta shells and cheese yeah okay you know what i'm saying like you just and it's like the cheese is dripping, like you know what I'm saying. So yeah, now they stepped the game up when they actually started t- going away from the powder 
and going into the the pouch yeah. with the actual yeah. Like, so one the of the tricks cheese. that I that I at least for me mm-hmm. like while I'm I'm boiling the water and doing all of that I sit the the pouch on the stove yes, so it kind of like softens it up a little. yeah so you when you cut it open and you put, you get every little bit of it <laughs> yeah. out squeeze it out like you oh man yeah. No, for real, man. That's yeah. That's definitely a tr- uh, a trick that I've seen implemented. That when you, yeah, you while you're boiling your yeah. noodles, you definitely put that uh that that aluminum pouch right on the side just to get some of that induction heat. Is there anything else you like whip up? You like whipping up at the house yourself? I know you mentioned breakfast. You mean? So, oh man, I'm a I'm a breakfast eggs dude. I I love mm. me some eggs. Uh, so like uh, I like sunny side eggs with like uh, French fries. Okay. <laughs> Yo, there ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, some toast, uh, you know what I mean? Or like uh, scrambled eggs with like cheese and turkey in them. Uh, make sandwich out of that. Bagel sandwich with, with like scrambled eggs, cheese, um, or, or sunny side. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't know. Something about when you just, uh, that the, the yolk, like you yeah. dip your bread up in it and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Um, when I was young, we used to call that chicken blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. Peter's going to come after me now. Hey. <laughs> But um, nah, yeah. So breakfast. I, I love me some breakfast. breakfast. Oatmeal, you know what I mean, right. to be on the healthy side. So cut back on the eggs. So I gotta uh, do some more egg whites. Nationality but, wise, where are you from? Puerto Rican, Italian, Puerto Rican black. Italian. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So damn. So that that must have been an interesting like like childhood growing up eating a little bit of everything. Yeah. Uh. So my grandmother was the main uh one hundred percent Italian. And, okay. Um, so being in her house in the household. I had the best Italian food ever. My mom uh, cooked just like her, mm. um, you know. And I had the Spanish food. My grandfather, um, Puerto Rican. Um, my dad uh, mixed Puerto Rican black. But, but yeah, I go to Puerto Rico all the time. I, Got you. I used to think of it as like a punishment. They used to send me in the summers when I was young, and knowing damn well I don't speak Spanish, <laughs> and I'm there, and everybody like you know what I'm saying. I could pick up words and I could say yeah. things, but like I just it, I couldn't grasp. I couldn't do the rolling the R, so yeah. I just didn't really like. I just didn't try. I was just like, Got eh, you. I'd rather rap. <laughs> Bob was like, Are y'all sure this is part of the United States? Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, I understand them, but um, I go there. Eat the most amazing food. My family loved me to death, knowing damn well that I don't really speak Spanish. Mm. You know what I mean? But we understand each other, yeah. and that's all that counts. Because, you know, the majority of them speak English, and, mm-hmm. and then there's a few of them that that's that lived on the island so long, long that their English, not, not as much. Yeah. But um, it's still all love. Like, that's that's my fam, and um, got to represent Puerto Rico. All know? right. So your favorite Puerto Rican dish, what would that be? Hmm. I don't um So... So I could say it right. Let me practice my Spanish. Some arroz con pollo. Okay. Okay. The staple. Yeah. There you go. Um, right there. Okay. Favorite Italian dish? My favorite Italian dish would be baked ziti. The baked ziti. Yeah. Okay. Uh, with chicken, any protein or just the, the baked ziti? I mean, you. I big... mean, you could throw uh, meat in there, like turkey, whatever. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Ground yeah. turkey. Cool. Have you been to um, I Heart Mac and Cheese? Nah. Okay. They got one in Weston. They got one um, in Davie, just south of Five Ninety Five on University, and it's they they just do mac and cheese there. Okay, they, they put mac and cheese in it, like everything and yeah. everything. They, you know, there's this crazy spot that I went to several years back in Kendall. Don't know if it's still there or for One Twenty Seventh where the Plaza on um One Twenty Seventh and One Twentieth Street where the Publix is that place where they do like a uh, like cheese sandwiches like, like grilled so they, cheese. Yeah they do like grilled cheeses and all this and that. They okay. had a decent mac and cheese Did there. They? Yeah. And a 
hell of a dope grilled cheese sandwich. They mix like three different cheeses in there. Well, the good thing about see, I'm not a big mac and cheese fan, but the good the what drew me to the I Heart Mac and Cheese or I Love Mac and Cheese was that they had a, they I think they call it like the best of both worlds. Okay, where it's a like you said, it's a grilled cheese sandwich that has mac and, mac and cheese. cheese inside, and then they'll do like pulled pork. Like shredded yeah. pull, yeah. Yeah, they, they they put mac and cheese Every, like, yeah, they yeah. Got, they got different yeah. varieties of that shit. And then they and like all their mac and cheese has that bechamel. It's like a cheese sauce. It's like a besides just like shredded cheese, they also mm-hmm. have like that cheese sauce that they put on there too. I so, definitely got you. Got to let me know where that where that place yeah, is yeah, at. So yeah. that way I'll put you on for sure. For sure. Are you are you a big desserts guy? Are you yeah. Okay. I am. I am. I love me some desserts. Uh, from ice cream to cake. I like carrot cake. I like cheesecake. <sighs> Yeah, carrot cake is the one. Right? We, yeah. We're finding we have that in common because carrot cake is the go-to for me. I actually had a carrot cake for Father's Day. They brought a carrot nice. cake. Yeah, to the nice. Nice. Okay. Have you ever had carrot cake with pineapples in it? Never. Interesting. It's very interesting. Like that. That. Uh, ah man, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm just thinking so but much I, about I that carrot cake. It, it sounds like it doesn't make sense, but it's the contrast. The contrast between the. Cause the I, the only time I could think of pineapple is pineapple upside down cake. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that I could, whole, I yes. could think of as far as like having something with pineapples in. Yeah, it. it's very complimentary to the carrot cake. It's just like it's and it's not like a it's not like pineapples through you know through and through. It's just you get like a little bit of a taste here and there of the pineapple. It doesn't throw it off. No, in any it doesn't. Way. Doesn't actually. It amplifies it. It does amplify it. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I'm a big carrot cake fan. Cheesecake, you go cheesecake, regular cheesecake, or you you go you get creative with like all the different varieties of cheesecake so they have. So I, I I have with some like uh, I I've tried the Oreo, I've tried okay. the Reese's, you know your your, your basic strawberry cheesecake, yeah. Yeah. um raspberry swirl. Mm. Um, I didn't really care for the chocolate. Like there was this one, uh, I forget it was chocolate something. I didn't really care for it as cheesecake. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, there was a um, yeah, red velvet cheesecake is good. Okay, I haven't tried that one. I haven't tried that one. You guys ever tried the flan cheesecake? No, I didn't even know they had no. one. Yeah, that shit is crazy. But I, like, I, did I mention like, the Oreo? It's like a layer of flan and On then top a of layer cheese? of cheesecake. Oh, they, and that shit wow. works. It just works. Does I don't it? know what it is, but it's, it's, no. it's fucking delicious. Huh. Delicious, for real. You think it... I mean, I guess... The fact that the it, there's a the separation, there's a dividing consistency because the flan is a little bit more... It's yeah, it has one texture, and then the cheesecake has a whole other texture. Yeah. When That's it comes to flan, though, I love me some coconut flan. Coconut, yeah, yeah. I, I would. I'm, I'm in the same vein where it's like, yeah, if we're, if already, if we're already here, we're doing flan. Like, yeah, let's just do the, let's yeah. just go the full tilt and the coconut flan. Yeah, I never sure. had it. Yo, you have it. That'll change your life. And mm. that uh, what is it? The tres leches. It, it's I. It's decent, but sometimes I've I've gone play. It's too soggy. Mm. Yeah. 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 It's either too soggy, too spongy. It's like, eh. So it's hit or miss where you go. Yo, all right. Gotcha. One thing I can't stand is key lime pie. I don't know how Floridians I, like that. I hate I, that I agree. Shit. Yo, yo, you speak. I like key lime pie, baby. I, yo, that's one of the it's ones. It's just too sour sometimes. Yeah. Like, the, depending on who you get, like, where you get mm, it. I, I, I don't see the appeal. I've, I found myself in the same place as B-Dope where I'm like... Really like this? Like, are y'all really liking this? Like, yeah, it seems like a punishment to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> like, like what's some made up Florida shit for y'all yeah. to have people like, I don't like it. Oh, then get the fuck out of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a test. It's yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah. see. 
Let's see where you're at. Do you enjoy this or not? Oh, you don't belong here. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like one of them shits. Like, and then she said, wow, this is good. All right, we'll let you stay. <laughs> That's how we're going to test all the people that moved in here yeah. the last two yeah, years. But yes, like, yes. Try this key lime pie, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out. <laughs> There's too many motherfucking people that just moved down here in these past two years, and that shit yeah. pissed me the fuck off. It is definitely a lot. And even even just like the, the times have changed the way things are done as far as like places you go out to eat and whatnot. The whole COVID thing, it's flipped like this. Places that I used to go to before COVID mm-hmm. and then after COVID, I was like, I can't go back there because it's just the quality, the product that's coming out of there was like. So I've noticed that. Yes, you're right. Quality and also I menu items been taken off that, that I came here for this. Yeah, I don't got this. No yeah. More. Right, fuck yeah. It, I'm out. Oh, but we got this. That's not what I came. Here yeah. For. Yeah, the, the shortages too are something else. Like I've been to spots where they're like, but is you, it really a shortage? I don't know. I think it's a conspiracy. But the prices are going up like a motherfucker though. I just went oh. shopping earlier today. Dog. Yo, I, I I just bought a couple of little items and spent like a hundred seven dollars at Walmart, and I, I didn't yeah, even so, go for a big list. I had like double A, triple A batteries, some mm-hmm. fucking uh, coffee, water, like shit like that, and toilet paper, paper towels. Next thing I know, I'm paying a hundred dollars. I'm the fuck. I like, didn't go to BJ's. Yeah. BJ's used to be the hundred dollar store. Yeah, because you was yeah. buying everything in bulk. Now it's yeah, there's now, certain items that just. Yo, I know, I know this Whole Foods is actually now cheaper than fucking Publix. <laughs> yo, like like real shit. Nah, like, but I, but you got to respect Publix with their buy one get ones. Well, they, yeah, yeah. So you, I, I typically go and look. Let me see what they got, and and I and I just take advantage of those. Mm-hmm. But that's that's about the only thing Publix is good for. That and they fruit. The fruit is because you know you go somewhere else. I don't know. Fruit sometimes be half ass. Yeah, at least to me. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of fruits, frozen grapes. Are you into? Have you ever tried a frozen grape? I have. Have you ever tried uh, cotton candy grapes? Yeah, my daughter recently I, bought that shit. I think I, I have. Should, let me try it. it Don't shit. It was, I was like, it was kind of weird. It was, yeah. but I was like, damn, why didn't I have this growing up? Because <laughs> at first I thought it was weird, but yeah, now I was like, damn, I'm digging these shits. But yes, I did have the frozen grapes, and then like um, you freeze them, and then spe- I think I tried those a couple of years back. Wifey introduced me that with, and, on New Year's and dropped them in the champagnes too, and mm, all of that shit. Okay, took it to another level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the co- yeah the cotton candy grapes, and she put me onto that too, and them shits is good. It, it's that shit got me wondering, like, how the fuck they made this shit sound like? Yeah, like, um, tastes like this. And, like, and what, how, what chemicals y'all throwing in? <laughs> yeah, you gotta, <laughs> yo, you gotta question it, yo. You gotta question it. I think the first time somebody had put me onto the frozen grapes thing, and I was like, I tried it, and I, I, I walked away from it, going like, I could just eat regular grapes. But I think it was, I don't, I don't think I kept them in the freezer long enough. And then I finally got around to, like, I think I kept them like overnight, and then I was like, oh, this is different. But this which grapes different. do you prefer, the green or the purple? Green. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm green. I mean, when they're frozen, it don't matter. Oh, okay. I, and I think it's green. I pick green because it just seems to be firmer. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's kind of like I prefer a, a, a Granny Smith apple oh, over a red okay. one because it's most likely, like, the red ones are getting out until recently where they have apples that are specific. Like they're they're going to keep their crisp mm-hmm. throughout the whole time. But if you were to gamble on, like, yo, which is the crispier one of the twos, Granny Smith to me, I, I'll go because I'm like, yo, that's most likely the one that's gonna be that's gonna have that crunch as All opposed right. to that red one. I can get anything. I could bite into yeah. it, could be mush. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hate that shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I really do. Yeah, it's like, like I wanted an apple, not yeah, apple. Yeah, I want an apple. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, ain't, I didn't want the mots now. Yeah, <laughs> for real. 
Oh, damn, yo. Vito, uh, one last time, man. Let them know where they can find the music, uh, where they can tune in, the YouTubes, all that good stuff. So you could find me anywhere um, on all the streaming services, B-Dope or B-Dope, like cause sometimes they mix it up. So mm-hmm. however you look it up, B-Dope altogether or B-Dope. Uh, YouTube, if you search B-Dope with one of my songs, one of my videos bound to pop up and you could just hit the subscribe button, which would take you to my whole catalog and will alert you when I drop something new on IG. I'm B-Dope altogether dot Bob here. Um, I don't really rock my Twitter, but it's there. It's like Bob here 88. I don't really rock with Twitter. Ain't really much going on on that. Uh, A lot of complaining in Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, I, I just mostly do the IG thing. My website is where all my music, you can find videos and all of that good stuff. The merch you can find there. You can find the merch, or if not, you could, um, I actually got to get my merch page uh, adjusted. I, I got a lot of merch, but you know what I'm saying? If you want hats, shirts, um, and by shirts, I mean T-shirts, polos, and things like that as well. Like, you know, just hit me up in the DM. I'll I let you see what I got, sizes, colors, and all types of stuff. I like to mix my shits up, like with my hats, with different color hats, different color logos, um, things like that, just to not be basic. So, and that way you'll, you know, you can rock it with whatever, so have, have matching shit. You got know options. Yeah, yeah, that's the word options. You got options. There it is. Bruce Beast and he's the podcast as always. I'd like to thank my guest, Bob here. Be dope. Bob here. For taking the time sitting down and talking it up with me shouts to belief on the co-host duties if you enjoy what you heard tell a friend if you didn't enjoy it tell an enemy tell somebody let them know bruise beats and needs on all streaming platforms while you're there rate comment and subscribe that way you get these episodes when they come out or you get the notification at least and then you get your opportunity to get into the running for like giveaways when we happen to do them um, Bruce beast the letter n eats at gmail if you want to send me recommendations as far as where to eat what to listen to and um and what beer intrigues you that's what it is uh reach out let me know what's good be dope oh and thank you guys for listening i appreciate yeah, all of y'all i appreciate too. y'all that tuning in and you know that keyword though is subscribe subscribe to the bruise beats and eats podcast subscribe to be dopes uh you know youtube page uh belief you got a youtube channel too yeah i got one it's somewhere out there but you just look for mr belief or belief 38 any platform and shit yeah. pop up. You know what I'm saying? Subscribe, show some so support. You know what I'm saying? Like and like I said, I do my giveaways uh, last uh, Saturday of the month where I'm, I'm giving back to those that support me. You know what I'm saying? To show my appreciation. And when it's that dope, it ain't hard to support. Peace. <laughs>